So um, we've touched on this before. We had a different mahalaf, basin of the Dalia shore. There's a medrash in the parsha where it talks about the Yigash El of Yehuda. So the medrash says the Yigash El of Yehuda. It quotes a pasuk from Sefer Omois. The day is going to come, says Hashem. The nigash chorish el kotzir. The chorish will meet the kotzir. So poshut pshat, it's talking about yemois and mashiach. There will be so much prosperity that um, when the guy is plowing, he'll meet up with the guy who's still busy harvesting, and when the person is uh, grinding the grapes, he's going to find the, the guy is still harvesting the grapes or planting the new... So, in other words, the seasons will be so productive that they'll run into each other, there'll be so much productivity. But the Medrash Darshan is the Pesach that Chayresh, that's Yehuda. And the Kotzir is Yosef. So the Chayresh is Yehuda because there's a Pesach that says that Yehuda is referred to as the Chayresh. At the, it says in the Rachti Yehuda Keshes, the Rachti Yehuda Keshes, Russian of, of Harisha. Again. And the, so, so one second, one second. Point is the Chayyish says Yehuda and the Koitzir is Yosef Shneimi Nachnu Alnim Alumim. What says in the pasuk Anachnu Alnim Alumim, so that's being Koitzir, and Yosef is the one who's doing the Kitzira. The Doira Chanov Miz Yehuda, because it says Kido Rachti Yehuda Keshes, and the Moshe Chazer is Yosef. Who Moshe Zara shall all the way read the Mitzrayim? He slept them down to Mitzrayim. He's the Moshe Chazera. So, the the deeper pshat over here is that there's two processes. Chayresh is called that you're preparing the land to receive the zuleim. That's basically what a plowing is doing. You're doing you're softening up the ground, and it can receive the seeds, and therefore you can you can produce something, right? The harvesting is you're separating the produce from the from the source that it's being yoinik. That's the the harvester. So, in a certain sense, Yehuda's koyach, the koyach of Shevet Yehuda, was to prepare the heart to receive the Dvar Hashem. That's the lashon of chayrish. Just like the chayrish softens the ground to accept the zera. The Koyach of Yehuda was that he could soften the heart, to open the heart, to receive the Dvar Hashem. So Yehuda, you find, always a lotion of Haidah, right? A lotion of Haidah is a lotion of his batlus, that I recognize everything is from Hashem. So Leah says that she had a fourth child. She said, you know, now I'm going to be a kahapam oides Hashem. Why? Because I don't deserve this. Everyone's supposed to have three children. I got more than I deserve. The realization that what you have, you don't really deserve. It's all a gift from Hashem. Is it his spotless to Hakadosh Baruch I don't deserve anything. Hashem is giving it to me. That's a his spotless and delay to Hakadosh Baruch That's the koyach of Yehuda. And Yehuda has that koyach. They say the name Yehuda. We've said this many times. The name Yehuda is Yudkei Vovkei with a dalit. says. Uh, Beautiful Machshavah. He says that a Dalid, the word Dal is a pauper. Goimel Dalid. Right? So the Dalid is a lotion of a pauper. He says, what is the poorest thing that exists? He says, the poorest thing is a mirror. 
because it has nothing of its own. It just reflects everything else. It has mozich. Right? Everything else has its own atzmius. Mirror is just a reflection of something else. So what is a Jew? The Jew is a mirror that reflects what? Yudkei That's Yehuda. A mirror that reflects Hashem. I'm nothing. I'm just, all I am is what Hashem gives me. I'm just a mirror that reflects Hashem. That's Yehuda. That's a Yid. A Yid has to be someone that reflects Hashem. Like a, it says uh, in the Pasuk, Yoshev Mitzorev Mitzorev Kesev. So uh, one of the, the Chromebooks, uh, he, he says over that there was a group of girl, ladies that had a shear, and they were learning, say, from Malachi, whatever it was, and they were curious to understand Pshat and the Pesach, the Yosha and the Tzor, and why does he have to sit, to, and, and why is he purifying silver? So they went, they, they, they asked for an appointment by a silversmith, and they watched him do the work so they could understand the Pesach better. And they noticed he's sitting down. So he said, why do you sit down? So he says, because I have to be very, very focused on what I'm doing. I can't, he said, why do you have to be so focused? He says, because if I leave the silver in the fire for an extra second, it will destroy it. So I have to know exactly when to pull it out. So that's Vyosha Mitzari. Mitzari. So he said, so how do you know when it's, when it's finished? So he said, when I see my reflection in the silver, I know that it's finished. Right? That's the the version of the Yoshev Mitzor. I'm going to sit like a, like a silversmith, and I'll purify Kesem. And when I'll see my reflection in Klal Yisrael, I'll know it's time to take them out of the fire, take them out of gold. That's Yehuda. When Yehuda will be a reflection of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that'll be the time to bring the gul. Right? That's the the Yisoyed you have to when when you'll reach that level, you know that we'll, we'll have mastered that that godless that in, the, in these days we could still reflect the kodesh book. Anyway, is that, so is that why when a, mel- a melech is a reflection of kodesh book? has a name melech, and a melech is a reflection of kodesh book. That's why the two have the same name. While a kain. Shem doesn't have the name Kain. Because Kain goes from north, goes from south to north. He elevates. He creates a connection for Parasol, bringing from down up. Well, the mountain is from up down. But the fact that you're saying it's a reflection yeah, yeah. helps me understand why they both had the same melody. Right, right. Okay, good. So that, that's, that, 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 that you find by Dovid HaMelech, you say that Dovid HaMelech says, I'm going to right? But Dovid is, whole, his battles to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Dovid HaMelech. That's the, Dovid HaMelech has this kaya to bring out the, the, the labor of every single year. You, you read Sefer Tehillim, and he's, he's plucking every year's heartstrings. And that was, the Taina on Yehuda was, the, 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 the Shvotim said to Yehuda, you misjudged us. You told us, what, what are you going to profit by, by killing him, selling him? You didn't understand our heart well enough. You should have said, "Is your brothers take him back to his father?" You you thought that we were avaricious. We wanted money, and that's what you told us to do. You should have told us. You didn't judge our hearts. You're not right to be the melech yet. So I'll call upon him. Yosef, on the other hand, is the kaitzer. Kitzira is separating the food from the from the from the ground. 
the, the side of Yosef was to separate the mind from the rest of the body, not to let, not to have the mind affected by the chumrius of the body. Yosef can withstand Aisha's potiphar because his chumrius is not dictating to his mind what to do. He's able to say no, right? His mind is in total control. That's the koyif of Yosef. Yosef is the one who is able to, the, 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 to voice over Roish Yosef, Lakod Koyf Nazir Echad. Right? So Yosef is the one who can say no. He has this koyach of self-control, and his seichel is controlling his body. But not, but. So there's the koyach of yoytzer. Yes. What? You said by splitting, by being koytzer? No, means I, I, okay, in, in, in harvesting, that's what you're doing. But in life, what you're doing is you're not letting the, the when you, when you in, in, in harvesting, you're breaking the yanika from the chumriyas, right? The seichel has to not be yoinik from the chumriyas. The chumriyas has to be yoinik from the seichel. That's the koyach of Yosef. Yosef is not turned... He has an esoyin with Aishas Poitifa, and his mind is able to say, I'm not going to be yoinik from the Taibus of Kuf. That's just the one that splits between the final and the final. That's when, when it doesn't... The Haftoira, the, the, this week's Parsha, is that we're going to take the two and make them into one, right? The, that's by Yigash, of Yehuda, is they approach. And finally, the, the, the Medrash says right there that Hinei Amalochim Noyadu Ovru Yachdov, Hei Makor Tamohu in a fold, the brothers are watching the Malochim fighting, and it says in Lashon, Chil Kayoleda. Right, it's like labor pains. The pachlus of labor pains is to bring a child. Pachlus of this chilkayoleta was to create unity. That was the ultimate pachlus. We'll get that in a second. So Yosef is is the seichel, and his malchus is the malchus of the seichel. Yudas malchus is the malchus of the lave. But the emphasis you need both. The body has to work. In tandem, you gotta have the late has to affect the mind, the mind has to affect the late, it has to work for shutfis, and so you don't remain stagnant. So, the Reb Chaim Friedlander is Mazvir that uh, this is the idea of learning Musr. You, you, you have to awaken the heart to be inspired, and then thereby it, 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 it radiates to the rest of the body. He brings a, a beautiful marshal that says in the Possum, Eliyahu and Novi ran away from Klal Yisrael. So Hashem says, okay, go to the cave and I'll come to you. So the post says, V'nei Hashem oive v'ruach g'doy l'mechazak mefarek horim u'meshaber sloyim v'nei Hashem. There was a wind. It mamish, you know, it knocked out everything. Right? It was reminded that my, a bunch of my trees fell down in the Canterbury uh, parking lot. Right? So <laughs> I went out there today to look. Like so guy tells me it cost a thousand dollars to haul it away. Right? You know, so that's ruach meshaber sloyim. Right? So loy beruach Hashem. So so loy beruach Hashem. So what's the pshat? Before the, the, the before you could hear the kol the momadaka, you have to have the koyol, you have to have the ish, you have to have the ruach. Before a person can inspire himself to let his moyach work on his heart, he has to inspire the heart. 
So you have to, whether you daven with his spilers, whether you learn with a coil, whether you certain you, you, you crank yourself up with mus, whatever it is, a, a, a niggin, you dance, you have a kum. These things are ma'oyre the heart. That's the coil before the kodem on the You have to uh, get your heart. And so this is the combination of the two that Vayigashel of Yehuda is when Klal in one day join together and, and all the machlekes will be forgotten and it will be Vayigashel of Yehuda and the two Malachim get together and through their Muhammad they come to an Achdus, that's the Tachdus. And so you find in many things that the heart and the mind have to work together and you see in many areas it's a very big challenge. I sometimes find Lamashal, you gather Mishola comes to your house. Well, let's say a woman comes to your house. And so, I have this with women very often. They come for stocking. And for some reason, they always come checked off as uh, one meal equipment. But your heart wants to give them a lot more, right? Your heart wants to give them, you know, a bigger donation. But you figure to yourself, listen, if Rabbi Heinemann or whoever is there, just one meal equivalent... And I'm a gabai over my 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 money. I got to be responsible. So your mind says this is a one meal equivalent. Your heart says this is Rahmanus, I feel bad, you know. But you you have to balance. You know what do you do? What's the right thing to do? Sometimes it's the other way around. Your mind says don't do it, and your heart says you have to have Rahmanus. With Rahman, you have to you have to bring out your emotions. And not let your mind be cold, and and you know, so it's it's a difficult choice. I just my son just gave me a book called Consequential Choices, something like that. It's uh, basically it's true to it's true story supposedly with Gershon Ribner telling us what you're supposed to do. So like there's a, mostly they're they're the stories about very emotional things, and then you have to have the rational decision. So your your lave says one thing, and you have to follow your seichel, which is the dinner of the But sometimes you have to follow your lave. The lave has to be nisragesh, and therefore it's nisragesh to accept what the heart says. You have to work on that. But like he has a, a couple of very very uh, very moving emotional stories. But when he comes, explains it, you see that you have to use your seichel. So he has a little muscle, and you can debate whatever you hold as the psakalach of here, but. He tells a story about a girl who, you know, she, she came back from seminary all excited. She's going to go dating. And seven years go by. She hasn't found her shidduch. And finally she gets engaged. And then she finds out that this guy is really uh, a mensch and they break the engagement. Then she goes a few more years. And, then, you know, finally, finally she meets her bashert. And by now she's already, uh, you know, it could be low thirties. He's much older, but they're, for, they're made for each other. Gavaldik, and it's the day of the chasna, and she finishes davening mincha. She's all emotional. She's finally getting married, and the phone rings, and it rings and rings and rings, and finally they answered, and it's the doctor's office, and the secretary says, you know, we had um, we had some intern who was filing our things, and he mixed up the files. And we have your Tay-Sachs test, and uh, you are incompatible with your husband. And you have a 25% chance that your child will get Tay-Sachs if you get married. So it's the day of the wedding. So what do you do? So the emotions will say, go get married. It's really too late to change your mind, right? 
the Seichel says, Gedolim said that you should have yourself tested and not get married to somebody who's a carrier, right? So right now you're looking at it with emotion. How would you look at it in ten years from now, right? Right now it's very hard, very difficult. Put away the emotions. Use your seichel. At the same time, Hashem gave us emotions for a reason. So which one do you use? How do you follow? These are decisions you have to make, right? Similar Shiloh he had a guy had to do with two brothers, two cousins. One was known as Yisrael, one was Shruli. They both would be Yisrael, probably. One went to Shruli, one went to Yisrael. And so one was a big lamb, then a big boss, but the other one struggled. You know, he was also from guy, but he struggled in yeshiva. So one was in the top yeshiva. Anyway, so he gets read a shidduch, some chashiva yids, or some rosh yeshiva, and... For whatever it was, they, they got the wrong information about the wrong guy. So the guy goes to the house, pick up the girl, and the uh, father is talking to him, and somehow or other nothing is stimming, and he finally realizes there was a major mistake. He was getting the information from the wrong guy. And so he's got a decision. What do I do now? Right? So one, the emotions would say, listen, he came to pick up your daughter. We're going to tell him, I'm sorry, you're the wrong guy. You know, your cousin is smarter. We're not interested. What do you let them go out? Then whatever happens, happens. So some would say, it's my share that happened that way. So let's let it go and see what happens. Right? So Gershon Rutten says that um, this is his decision, his, his psaac. He says, what's the head to let them go out? There's no head to have a blame to go on the date unless... It was thought out, that it was a decision, and there was a shatchan, and you did the research, and you hold this realistic. That is a heter. Otherwise, it was a heter for boy and girl to just go out, they just go dating. You know, there was no such a thing by Yiddishkeit. Aye, but it's not fair, it's not nice. You just have to, you know. So he's looking at it from the point, you know, what's the heter? You know, the, so he says that. Even know, if they go out one time, and then no, she so says he, no, he, he's not he, the way. He gives a whole lush that you can tell the guy, whatever it is, you know, they have a whole. Uh, but he says, hey, Chetaisa, to go. We're not, I'm not saying this is, I'm not, my tachlis is not there's the always a, there's always You're right. I'm just telling you the example is sometimes the seichel and the emotion have to figure out how to. So I'm just saying in in life, it part of the challenge of being an erlichayid is emotion versus seichel, and the seichel is the din Torah. The emotion is my feelings. Sometimes the Torah wants your emotions to. to flare up and say, I have to help, I have to get stuck. Sometimes you need to have that emotion. You need to get excited and emotional about things. Yomtiv is a time to get emotional. Davening is a time to get emotional, right? People have to have feelings, you have to have emotions for a chayla, for you have to daven for a chayla, you have to, but at the same time, you have to, your seichel control What's right? What is the did not be tighter? So sometimes you have to call a shayla and ask a paisik, and if a paisik says this is the halacha, sometimes it hurts, but you got to do it. That's probably feeling. Preparing for feeling Whatever it is, they're, they're preparing themselves that when they daven, they're focused on davening, not on everything else. You know. Many examples of a book where... This is what a book? No, no idea. <laughs> it, says, it sounds very interesting, actually. Um, many examples in the book where it would follow, so to speak, the emotion side. 
Or is it all basically the same theme of... They usually, it's usually the other way around. It's usually the, 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 the dilemma is an emotional one, and the seichel is telling you that the way you have to deal with it. Now, sometimes he'll tell you it is, there's two ways. You know, you, that always... At the same time, you know that if you'd only use logic, people wouldn't get married, they wouldn't have children, they wouldn't buy a house. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. There's always a leap of... Right, right. He has one Shiloh with this guy. Um, guy is living in a <laughs> guy's a Balchuva, and he's living in a very difficult marriage. His wife just refuses. She grew up in a modern Orthodox home, and that was good enough for her family. It's good enough for her, and she and he became from. And to him, this is his, his life now. Has meaning and purpose. He wants his children to be B'nai Torah. The most cousins are from. And he, she won't go along with it. And it's gotten to the point where he has to make a decision. If I, if I, you know, I stay, so my kids will be just modern Orthodox. They will never. If I divorce, my kids have a chance of. Uh, and so that's it. So he says, you know, he says, you'll not succeed if you divorce. Your kids will lose your kids. No matter what, you're not going to win. I, you, you, the healthiest thing is to stay in the marriage and make it work as much as possible. Make it work, and your kids will be well adjusted, and then they have a chance of following you and they'll respect you. You break it up, most of the time the kids become vastifications. That's his, his, his approach. But, okay, and you, emotionally you read the story, say, okay, go for it, man, go for it, get, get rid of it, you know? So, but, uh, in any case, you have warning on this book for men only. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very okay. For logical people only. Anyway, so um, so you see what the, the emphasis is like this. You find this in Yiddishkeit. There's different mahalachim, and so you have Yosef was a mahalach, Yehuda was a mahalach, and you find um, different mahalachim. Iker is the goal is always to come to that possible thing. You had in Hasidus, you had the, the Kotzke Rebbe. And Rebitzah from Vorka. There were two Talmidim from the Magid, from Mezerich, right? And the Kotzka, then the Talmidim of Rabunim from Peshisra, right? The, the Kotzka was, he wanted just a few Talmidim, but they had to be perfect, right? And the Yitzhak Vorka, everybody was welcome. Right? So he once, uh, a Talmud from Yitzhak Vorka met the Kotzka, he said, Listen to Pshat, you only have limit. He says, "State in the pasuk, the 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 the, the pasuk says a lotion of mizoyis hatshumash etichme itam zol v'chesed v'nechleishes. That's what I'm looking for. Zol v'chesed v'nechleishes." So he said back to him, but it says, "Me'ais kalisha she advanu libay tichu es trumasi." Right? So they're arguing how you, which part of the pasuk, right? So you find he says that you find when Avram met Malkit Tzedek, these were two mahalchim and avoda. But everyone has to learn from each other. So what it ta- says over there, Avram met Malki Tzedek, it is a Malki Tzedek, Melech Sholem, Hevi Lechem V'yayin. So he brings, Lechem and Yayin is Avram's Avoida, right? Hachnos Esorchem. Shame was Malki Tzedek, he, he was in his own little winkle, and he served Hashem away from the rest of the world. That was the Chilk between Shame and Avram. So all of a sudden, Shame is learning from Avram, he's Hevi Lechem V'yayin, and Avram, it says, well, who, referring to Avram, Koyin Lekel Elyon, he decided, I'm going to take a little bit of shame, I'm going to be a Koyin Lekel Elyon. You have to, each person has to, has to hop from each other. So you find that one of the, the, the greatest Talmud of the Kotzka was the Chidushi Arim. 
the Chedusha Rim was the, the rid of the Ger, first of the Ger Rebbes. So he had thousands of people came to him. So he asked him, you're a Kotzke Talmud, right? You know? So, but he vice the Chais, he held. And so, you know, he, he tainted, it says that Elif Nichnosen Echad Yoytze. Elif Nichnosen, the Talmud, and one guy's Yoytze. So he's a wisdom shot. So Pashas, you would think there's 999 losers and one guy turns out okay. He says, that's not the Pshat. The Pshat is that it takes a thousand people to create this viva, to create that one that's Yoytze. But everybody is, everyone gains, everybody steigs, but not everybody comes out that one Yoytze Menachlal. But everybody benefits, right? Even the, the Zoyer of the Gedoylem is going to affect the Ketanim also. That's the way it has to be. It's, everything has to have an effect on somebody. So in the Mishcha Shem and Rav Kaufman, he says that's also Hanukkah has to affect the rest of the year. You have your moments of greatness, but the tachlis is that you should take it with you. It should be a light that, that illuminates the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, the way it was. That's, uh, so so the tachlis, the, the end tachlis we said is that the the the, the, the shvotim were watching this is going on, and it says um, in the Medrash that they... they um, they, they see the two fighting, and so it says in the pasuk, "He named Malachim Noidu Avru Yachdov." He named Malachim Zay Yehuda VeYosef Avru Yachdov. Zen is Mal Everal. Zed, this one was angry. This one says Mal Everal. Hey, Maro Kentamalu. They saw and they were the the brothers. By Yisbu Anoshim Ishal Reyeu Nivalu Nechpozu Luyachlo Echav. They couldn't say anything, right? Omer Malachim Adain Elum Elum Ma'ichbas Lonu. And so they said the Malachim are fighting, and it says elsewhere they were filled with chilkayoleda. They were like the the fear, like like a, a lady lady in labor. So Dal Yeshur says who was the shot lady in labor. It's very painful, but the result is you have a child, right? So it's always if the machloikis is with the right tachlis, it gives birth to something else. They say Meiser Rabbi Kiva Ego was once by a chasna, and uh, he was talking and learning with another. Another rub, and they started to fight in learning. And everyone's looking in shock, like, what's going on? So Rikidega said, This is the Pshat, the Heimaro came to Mo, Chil Kayoleda, right? You know, they don't understand that the Tachlis is to come up with Pshat, right? We're, we're fighting over Pshat. The two Man Malchi Rabbonim were fighting over learning. People don't understand we're fighting, but the Tachlis is Chil Kayoleda, eventually we'll come up with a glot of Pshat. That's the, that's the Tachlis of everything. And so Yosef. Uh, Yosef, his, his goal is to, to bring Achdus to Klav So That was his whole tactics the whole time that the brother should realize that he didn't mean any, any sorrows. And eventually that was the goal. The ultimate goal was to create this unity in Klav Yisrael, which is what ultimately happens. When there's a base of Migdosh, all the brothers come, it's a city, Shechubr, Yachdov. It's a, it's a city of Achdus. That's the Tachlis. So Yosef, it says in the, the, the Medrash, the, the, the Daza Canaan, it says that Yosef sent Agolis to, to Yaakov. So there's two shot in, in why he sent Agolis. And it says when Yaakov saw the Agolis, so one shot is, everyone knows, he, he reminded they were handling in the Indian of Egla um, Rufa. So that the 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 I'm not sure the, if if the also the Dasikanim says that when Yaakov when Yosef left Yaakov to go to, to to go to the brothers, Yaakov walked them 
all the way down the mountain from Hebron. So Yosef said, Tati, where will you walk? So he told him the midst of the Lahoya. And that's why the Zakanim had to, had to wipe their hands on the Egla and say that because they weren't in the lava, the person that came to their city. But the Dazakanim says another shot that, um, Okay, so And he said we were learning about the Mishkan Shesh Eglois Tsov. So was the Pshat that the, the Shvotim brought six wagons, that means each two Shvotim joined together for each wagon. So he was trying to say that he was Marames to this Indian of Achdus. That I still remember the Tachlis is Achdus, that he's telling the Yaakov, don't worry, the brothers of Achva. The Iker is that we should be together. I mean, that's the Iker Tachlis, is to create an Achdus. So he sent him the wagons to be Merames. I remember the lesson. I remember the Eglos Tzov. Remember that we have to be Ba'achdus. And, and Klal Yisrael was Ba'achdus. We brothers are all together, no matter what happened, we're Ba'achdus. And that was what Chibu of Yaakov Aviyam. The Tachlis is, when Yiga of Yehuda, the two Malachim were fighting to come together. And the T for 11 means that the, the, the Lave and the, and the, and the Moyach have to work together. And the Lave and the Moyach work together. So uh, I said many times that's Melech, Moyach, Lave, and Kloyos. And if they don't, it's Kaleim, it's Kloyos, Lave. And the, 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 the body affects the mind. But the mind has to be in control. The life has to inspire the rest of the body to follow the lead of the moyach. And then you have that achdus that creates that sloch. Okay. So why do we have a shiach, a shiach, a and a shiach, and then 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 a shiach, and doesn't make a hundred percent sense certain things about the house. And there's an emotional piece for it also. I don't get out of the appointment, it's just get a house, doesn't make sense, should be fine. He said to him, 